I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, you cannot do detox on a broken foundation. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you aren't sleeping, you're not pooping, you are a total stress ball, you're eating food that's unhealthy for you, your gut is messy, your relationships aren't intact, or you have toxic relationships, It's you will not do detox. Your body will shut down. Hey there, my friend, this is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another amazing episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. Today, we're joined by guest expert, Dr. Wendy Trubeau. Dr. Wendy is a functional medicine physician who specializes in helping women get rid of the toxins in their lives. And certainly, this is some of the toxic relationships and toxic thoughts, but today, we really dive into the environmental toxins, the stuff like the pesticides and heavy metals in our food and our water all the chemicals in our cosmetics, the cleaning products we use, the stuff we have in our homes. It turns out this stuff can really make us sick. It can make us unwell and our bodies accumulate these over years and it can finally manifest in just us having all sorts of weird things like weight gain, hormonal disruptions, rashes, just not feeling good, even depression. And you're going to hear in the beginning of this conversation, Dr. Wendy share her own personal story of this, where she had a very scary lead exposure, among other things. And she realized that is despite really trying to be healthy and doing a lot of the right things, she was super toxic. And it was actually these toxins that were at the root of her health problems. And she figured out how to clean them up. And so my promise to you is this, you listen to this conversation, you're going to be inspired, certainly by the power that you actually do have to clean up your home and your family and your food and your inputs and do it in a very practical way. And I also asked Dr. Wendy many specific things throughout this conversation about the right kinds of brands that she suggests in terms of cosmetics, the best cleaning products she suggests, what she uses to actually evaluate whether something's clean or not. And we also talk about the importance of high quality water, organic food, and what to do in the middle of all of this. So it's a very practical conversation. I know you're going to get a lot out of this. So enjoy today's conversation with Dr. Wendy Trubeau. All right, Wendy, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks. Great to be here, Anthony. So let's kick into it. And I I think there's this discussion about environmental toxins, and it can kind of seem like a big, looming, scary thing. The world is toxic. Our cosmetics, the plastics, the air, the food, we know that we're bombarded with stuff. And I think it's relevant to for you to share your story because you were affected by this very personally. So please draw us into, you know, how you got so passionate about having a medical practice and career centered around helping people be less toxic. Yeah. Thank you. I, I mean, my mess totally became my message. Honestly, uh, I think I'll back up a step. I I'm 53. I won't give you a, a year by year, but I will say that the first portion of my life, I was really sick and I didn't know it. And so in my early life, I had tons of ear infections and strep throat. I had pneumonia when I was six months old. I had irritable bowel by the time I was 15. But don't forget, as, as a 53-year-old, this was in the 80s, and we didn't talk about that stuff there, right? Mm-hmm. This was just how life was. So fast forward to my 20s, I, I really had irritable bowel, and I just thought that was just what was normal because, again, we didn't talk about it, and there really wasn't the internet the way we think about it. And in my early 30s, I hit the skids and I could barely get out of bed. 
I was wasting. I had brain fog. I had asthma. I had anxiety. My thyroid was off. And ultimately, my husband said to me, why don't you, before our insurance changes, why don't you go see my mentor? His mentor was a functional medicine doc in the area. And so I did. And he diagnosed me with celiac when I was 35. And that was my entry into functional medicine. Hmm. So I went gluten-free. And then because I went into functional medicine a few years later, I really had the tools and the ability to start treating myself. So I treated my irritable bowel and candida. And I thought everything was going really well. Okay. So I'm in functional medicine. And fast forward to 2019. And we go on this amazing vacation and I came home. And the month after I came home, so it wasn't on vacation. You know how you go on vacation, you gain weight. Well, you probably don't, but women go on vacation, they gain weight. And I was fine on vacation, but when I came home, I gained almost 10 pounds and my hair started falling out in enough droves and clumps that my hairdresser said something to me. And I had this rash on my face that I wanted to rip my face off and uh, my brain wasn't working and I was really fatigued. And you know, what does everyone think when they gain weight and lose hair? They think, okay, my thyroid's off. Mm-hmm. I have access to these tests. So I test and it was totally fine. And then I'm like, well, I'm perimenopausal. So it's obviously my hormones. So I check my hormones and they're great. Okay. So now I'm like, going back to basics, all disease starts in the gut. Let's do a stool test. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. picking through things and my stool, given that someone, I was someone who had dysfunction and gluten for many years and it looked pretty good. So now I'm really mm-hmm. stumped. And then I read this report that when Notre Dame burned, it released almost 500 tons of lead dust into the air. And the closer you were to Notre Dame, and the more time you spent there, the more of an exposure you got. And the farther you're away, the less you got. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I spent a week right at Notre Dame. And I remember saying, God, it's so dusty here. And I read this report and I say to my husband, holy smokes, Like I got, we all got it, but I got a lead exposure and I'm sick from it. So I then tested my lead and it was 25% higher than it had been before. And just a note, as a physician, I'm a terrible patient. I was like, the last time I tested, I'm like, oh, it's just a little bit positive. Knowing now what I didn't know then, I should have taken it a lot more seriously. But mm-hmm. I kind of was like, oh, we'll get to that. So it was 25% higher this time. And I was like, oh, I, I really need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I started the treatment. And I also tested for mycotoxins, which are the toxins that mold makes when it's in you. And mm-hmm. I had five strains. And then I tested the other environmental toxins. That's things like flame retardants, nail polish, phthalates, styrene, all, uh, all the things you can think of. And I had a whole long list of them. And this is the point where I look at my husband and I have all this paper in front of me. And I look at him and I look at the paper and I go, I am such a dirty girl. And we need to write that book because I'm the poster child for healthy living. I exercise. I don't eat sugar. I get enough sleep. I'm not a total stress ball. Mm-hmm. We don't use VOC paint in our house. Like, you know, the basics, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm really messy. And so if I have this, what does everyone else have? So that's really right. why we wrote the book, right? To get the message out because we're all slowly being poisoned. And we just chalk it up to getting older or having a thyroid disorder. But it's mm-hmm. not. We're really all being poisoned every day. A powerful story. And how many years ago was this when you discovered this? It was almost five. Okay. Well, congratulations. I mean, a powerful healing journey. And I I think one, even from a leadership perspective, to be able to take what you did and now take your pain and and make it a a message that we all need to hear. I want to ask, what are some of the most common environmental 
toxins, that blanket statement, most of us are going to be exposed to that if you were to do some of these tests on people that would pop up on different kinds of tests? Yeah, there's two ways to answer that question. There's like the sort of just blurt them out, but I Mm -hmm. I think it's a little easier for people to think about the categories of toxins that we get Mm -hmm. exposed to. And in this in this sense, I'm really talking about environmental toxins. I'm not talking about your thoughts. I'm not talking about overeating or unhealthy patterns because those mm-hmm. can act as toxins. I'm going to set those to the side and really talk about what are the things we're being exposed to. So mm-hmm. there's the environmental toxins that are that we deliberately put in our body. That's our food, our drink, our alcohol, coffee, sugar. Uh, drinking from single-use plastic water bottles, what's mm-hmm. on our food? Is there pesticides, herbicides, insecticides? That's one category. Mm-hmm. Then there's the category of what we put on our body that's really pertinent, especially for women, because mm-hmm. by the time we sit down for our day, whether you're working or or doing your life, if you go get ready, you've been exposed to you know up to 250, 300 chemicals, depending on the quality of what you're using. So that's nail polish, beauty products, hair products, uh, shampoo, conditioner, hair dye, makeup, all the facial things and lotions that we used so that we can Mm -hmm. feel beautiful in our skin. But all of those have often, if they're not tested and safe, they have endocrine disrupting hormones. They have PFAS. Mm -hmm. They have heavy metals. They have contaminants. They might have pesticides. You know, if it's not sourced well, you have no idea what's in it. So that's the second category. And then the mm-hmm. third is all that other stuff around us. So I'm sitting on, you can't see it really, I'm sitting on this gorgeous vegan leather chair. Okay, guess what? Vegan leather is plastic. Yeah. So then there's air quality. We're on the recording studio. So there's EMFs from the lights. Mm-hmm. If we recently renovated, there's VOCs and harmful chemicals in what we used. The furniture and, the, and all of the fixings and furnishings are off-gassing. If you live near a farm, a golf course, a highway, or some type of industrial plant, you're getting exposed to pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals, off-gassing. There's just a million ways. So I think when you start to think about what are you getting exposed to, you drink water, you breathe the air, there's chemicals in in both of those. So it's kind of everywhere. And I don't want, there there is hope here, but it, it helps to understand that it is everywhere. I love I love the category breakdown and I think a nice way to take this conversation from here is to kind of drill down into each of those categories and get very specific on recommendations. I'm going to ask you about specific brands for things you do, but I want to start with like the stuff we ingest and talk about food and water. Um, but I want to first start talk about water. I am a big believer that most people, every person, if possible, should be having some kind of whole house water filter system or at very least countertop filter system, just drink the purest water possible. What is your take on this? What do you recommend for your patients like when it comes to clean water and also how important is it? Super important. Actually, 1989 in Boston, this sticks in my brain because I'm in Boston. So in 1989, a Massachusetts study found that approximately one in every six deaths was implicated in poor air or poor water quality. Mm-hmm. That was 1989, okay, Anthony? It's gotten worse since then. For sure. So I think it's huge and really important. And not everyone is able to do a whole house, although if you can, I always say to people, do what you can to the highest level of what your budget allows. So mm-hmm. if you say, I can solely do a countertop, then my response is, great. Mm-hmm. Everything's better than nothing. Do the best countertop filter that you can do. I think Berkey's fantastic. 
But again, so I'm not a huge fan of Brita, but it's very well known. Mm-hmm. But Brita is better than doing nothing, mm-hmm. right? So always action is better than inaction. So do something. I, I am a huge fan of whole house water filters, and I have one. Uh, we use the Aquasana brand. And that's a whole house reverse osmosis, correct? No. There, as far as I know, there's no whole house reverse osmosis. It's okay. uh, because it would slow the water down too much. Okay. So people would be upset that there's no water pressure. <laughs> okay. uh, so usually p- reverse osmosis is point of use. So yep. your pot filler, your drinking, uh, we're actually in the process of doing our bathroom and we're going to be putting in a, a reverse osmosis because I drink a lot from the bathroom. Even though we filter the whole house, mm-hmm. we're filtering at the point of use too. So we filter in the kitchen, point yep. of use. And uh, I encourage people not to use my fridge water. I'm like, use that filter. Don't use that filter. Mm-hmm. So um, filter the air and water to the best of your ability. Absolutely. So okay. our, ours is not a whole house reverse osmosis because they just hadn't made them. Got it. Um, but you do have basically uh, these countertop, these under, these built-in countertop filters as well as things like that. Yep. Okay, exactly. cool. Um, now with the food, how important is organic and, and what things do you buy organic? Is everything organic? And I obviously to the best, I think the lesson here is going to be to the best of your ability, buy what you can, do what you can. But like, talk to me about what are toxic foods? Like you look at those, not just like unhealthy foods, but particularly toxic because they have pesticides or they may have higher amounts of heavy metals. Like let's drill, drill into what sources people should be looking to absolutely eliminate or buy organic at all times. Just let's get into this food discussion. I don't think you're going to like what I have to say. I just, I just want to warn people. It's really triggering when I start having this conversation, people like, I used to like you. (laughs) So I think the first thing is for me, I'm a huge fan of being pragmatic. What I mean by that is I travel and we went to Peru and I said to my husband, I feel like I'm going to hell because we drank from plastic water bottles for the mm-hmm. entire time that we were there because there's no water system in Peru. Mm-hmm. You can't drink the water. You'll be really sick. Mm-hmm. So you have to be expedient and say, okay, things are going to shift based on where you are. So having said that, uh, I think that alcohol and sugar are the devil mm-hmm. because alcohol shuts down your body's natural ability to detox because it's such a clear and present danger. All you do is focus on the alcohol. And that's something we put in our bodies. So alcohol is an easy thing to say, okay, and this is why I said you're not going to like me because I recommend that you either don't drink alcohol or cut down significantly. I don't drink at all, just so you know. Yeah, I don't drink at all either. Um, But most people drink too much and too much for what their body needs. So some people can handle it, but most people, especially women, we don't we don't process it as easily as men. So mm-hmm. decrease your alcohol. And if you're going to drink wine, if you say to me, okay, I really need to have wine, my response is, okay, have dry farms wine. Have it be mm-hmm. organic, no pesticides, uh, not moldy, because mm-hmm. wine is is extremely dirty, Yeah, uh, as is coffee. So yeah. I don't have an intrinsic problem with coffee. Like I don't think coffee is bad. However, it can be very bad for you because it has either mycotoxins or pesticides. Mm-hmm. Or if it's decaf, they've done all kinds of things to it to decaffeinate it. For so sure. you want to make sure that you're drinking coffee that is high quality, mold tested, organic. What are some good coffee brands that are good in your opinion? Yeah, the two I know of that are both organic and test for mold are Purity and Bulletproof. Those are the two. Yeah. I know there's a third one, but I can't remember it. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I can't remember yeah. it. Okay, good to know. I've tried both of those. Um, yeah. yeah, cool. 
my babysitter uh, and my kids, my oldest likes coffee. So my babysitter and my oldest drink purity. We have that in the house. Uh, and then you asked about how important is it to eat organic. So some of this depends on how sick are you, right? If you're listening and you feel freaking amazing and your body is the right weight and your hair is robust and you uh, you sleep beautifully and your sex drive is perfect and your gut is invisible, you don't notice anything and you really, you're amazing, then you can listen to this conversation with less of a hard ear than someone who might have fatigue or low sex drive or difficulty losing weight or any gut issues, female mm -hmm. issues, uh, bad periods, heavy periods, fertility challenges. So if, if you're listening and you have any of those, then it gets more important to eat mm -hmm. organic and minimally processed food because you're showing the signs of your body not liking it, mm -hmm. right? So the sicker you are, the more interventive you want to get. And so I usually say to people, aim for organic wherever possible. And if your budget is limited, go for the organic, eating eating the dirty dozen organic, because mm -hmm. those are the 12 dirtiest foods. Can you run through some of those right now? They change every year, but typically mm -hmm. berries top the list, uh, strawberries, mm -hmm. peaches. Think yep. of things grown in the ground like potatoes. Yep. If you spray the ground and potatoes grow in the ground, they absorb it. So you want to try to aim for things that are organic wherever possible. And the Environmental Working Group comes out with this list every year. So you can just go to ewg.org and type in Dirty Dozen and it'll come up right away. Okay. And then there's the Clean 15, which is if your budget is limited, these are the 15 foods that you can probably safely get, not organic. Uh, they're things that you typically peel off like mm -hmm. bananas and avocados where there's a rind that you're getting rid of. Those are often safer for you, non-organic. Not that yep. non-organic is safer, but if you're going to do non-organic, that's safer than the Dirty Dozen foods. Nice. Um, and so funny, we did a we did a little failed experiment in our house. My husband took over the shopping. I have four kids, my in laws, my mother in law, and my mom are over a lot. And so we go through a ridiculous amount of food because you know they, well, my friend, my kids have friends and they come over. And so my husband took on the shopping, and he came home one week with non organic berries. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he said to me, have you ever seen how expensive these berries are? I'm like, dude, yes, I do the shopping every week. And and food, because we don't eat out. I have celiac and I'm super sensitive. So food is one thing that I'm somewhat price insensitive to, that, mm -hmm. that I'm like, I'm going to eat and cook everything. So it's cheaper than eating out every day. So I'm not going to mm -hmm. look at the cost. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, if you're going to do the shopping, you can't look at the cost. You, you just have to buy high quality food because this mm -hmm. is what we're feeding our family. Yeah. And the whole experiment failed anyway, so I took it over and now all we do is organic. <laughs> so so what I say is do your best with the resources you have um, and, and it's a gradient, okay? So I don't like being entirely black or white because you might not live my life. You live your mm -hmm. life. So my recommendation is do the best you can with the finances you have and the resources you have. So if you can't get fresh organic, go for frozen organic. Mm -hmm. If you can't get organic at all, try to go by the dirty dozen and, and pick and choose. Mm -hmm. Do your best with the resources and access you have. Nice. Right? What are the most toxic animal-based foods that you look at and you're like, man, I wouldn't eat that or, or, or even, and you can also answer it in the flip side, like what's the really good animal-based foods that you go for? Yeah. I think before we talk about animal food, because this stuff will make you crazy, Anthony, right? You're always like, is it the best? And how do I know? Mm -hmm. So let's back up a step. If you're eating food that looks like itself, meaning it doesn't come in a package and there's no nutrition label on it, 
that's a step up and a higher order goal than eating something from a package that you have to decipher. So sure. my my goal is minimally processed, doesn't come from a package, doesn't have weird stuff in it. You know, my kids came home with this water that the school handed out and it was blue. And my kid was like six and she goes, can I eat this? Can I drink it? Because she knows and I'm like crazy about mm. weird stuff. And so she didn't drink it. She brought it home. She goes, can I have this? I said, I don't know. Let's look at the, let's look at the label. So we look at the label and there's stuff that I literally can't pronounce on there. Mm-hmm. I said, do you know what this is? She goes, no. I said, then it's not food. Don't eat it. Mm-hmm. So I really am, feel pretty strongly about like eat stuff that you know is food. And if it's not food, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the stuff I grew up on in the 80s, that wouldn't qualify today as food. Yeah. You know, like, so try to try not to have packaged food. And then when you get to the flesh and you know, you do need flesh to have optimal phase two detox in your liver. Like it needs the, the amino acids that you're getting from, from flesh. So I'm not anti meat at all. Uh, I do think if you can eat grass fed, grass finished, organic, so that you're not getting the pesticides. They don't allow hormones in poultry, mm-hmm. uh, but they can be given antibiotics and uh, that makes them grow bigger actually. So mm-hmm. look for no antibiotic poultry, grass-fed, grass-finished meat. Um, I never quite understood eating organ meat, although I do eat it. It doesn't make sense in my brain because your liver is detoxifying. So if you're eating the liver of an animal, the liver is supposed to detoxify. Does it have a bunch of chemicals in it? In theory, it should, but it is really healthy for you. So go for high quality food. And then in terms of the dirtiest meat, um, you know, I think of shellfish as reasonably dirty because it is, it is a ground bottom feeder. Uh, but fish in general is pretty challenged right now because they mm-hmm. have plastic in it and the quality of the water is diminished. So on the other hand, it's better to eat fish and get the omegas than not eat fish and eat food from a package. So, you know, you have to take a little bit of the devil with you when mm-hmm. you're, when you're eating. So what, what fish do you go for specifically? Yeah. So, uh, because I had such, so when I, I didn't tell you that when I had, the metals and treated it on the second round, the numbers always spike. So my mercury was mildly positive. And when I retested, it was five times higher. So I don't eat any, personally, I don't eat any high mercury fish and I don't recommend people eat high mercury fish, Mm -hmm. especially for the people who I've tested. I'm like, oh, you have a problem with mercury. You don't detox mercury. So don't eat it. Don't put it in you. Uh, One ahi tuna serving has enough mercury typically for like three months of exposure and most people are eating, you know, they say, oh, I have sushi once a week. I'm like, great. Tuna? Yeah. Ahi. Tuna belly. Well, guess what? We all store toxins in our fat and so do fish. They store the mercury in the fat. So that delicious tuna, ahi tuna is full of mercury. So mm-hmm. I usually say to people, uh, the smaller fish, the, the fish that are not huge predator fish, because they aggregate all the mercury from all the fish that the you know, little fish have mercury too, but they just don't have as much because they haven't mm-hmm. aggregated it from being predators and eating all the other fish. So go for salmon, uh, smaller fish, trout, smaller stuff, not, not mm-hmm. massive fish. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you so much for listening to this Fit Mother Project podcast. I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become, all the powerful stories, 
all the great expert interviews. And I am so grateful for you for tuning in and being here with everything we're creating here at the Fit Mother Project. And I just wanted to pause to acknowledge you and thank you again for listening. Please keep listening and tuning in to all the great stuff we're doing here at the FMP. Let's get back to today's episode. I'd like to move on to some of the cosmetics and stuff we put on our skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we could talk about the tons of different kinds of toxins, endocrine disruptors and stuff like that. But I really want to know, like, what are the what are the brands and products that you go for? Or what do you counsel people when they're evaluating their cosmetics and upgrading their default options that they're putting on their skin or on their kid's skin? Yeah, great question. There's a couple of resources that I use. Uh, every once in a while, you'll find that something you've picked is actually high quality. So kudos to you. Good job. Most of the time, though, it's not. So mm-hmm. I use the Environmental Working Group preferentially. They have an app. They have a desktop. Uh, then there's also Think Dirty, which also has an app. I never use it. I use Environmental Working Group almost exclusively. I've just mm-hmm. It's what I've grown up on. And then mm-hmm. there's also Yuka. So those are three apps that you can use to look at, is what I'm buying safe? And I'll use Environmental Working Group as, as the example because I use it the most. One is the best, 10 is the worst. So if you look your product up and it's red, you know, and think of it like a stoplight. Green is good, yellow is moderate, red is bad. Although I'm not, red is suboptimal, put it that way. Yeah. So you're going to want to look up your product and go for top, top high, one, two, or three is my goal. And even one is my goal, but you know, again, this is a budgetary conversation. So if you're looking and you, first of all, don't look up stuff that you just bought, use it up. And as you're ready to buy something new, that's the point to look it up. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of auto ship and multi, multi-month shipments. And so I, at some point I was like, oh, I never looked at my laundry detergent and I just got a new delivery. So I looked it up and then it wasn't clean and I stopped the delivery used up what we have and got a new one. So that mm-hmm. that's where it comes to products. So my top favorite products are for skincare and makeup. Mm-hmm. For skincare and makeup is Beauty Counter. Yep. Along with Burt's Bees for lipstick. I'm wearing all of this now. Mm-hmm. Purity Woods for skincare. And those are the three brands pretty much that I wear and I'm using. And I used this morning. And then I use a, a company called Vintage Traditions, which is it sounds gross, but it's beef tallow. And I use that for uh, lotion on my face. So mm-hmm. it's grass-fed grass fed beef and they render the tallow and then it's used as lotion. So I cool. use those products on my body. And then Everyone is another brand for lotion because it's you know sometimes hard to pay $80 for a small tube. So those would be things you'd use on your face. And then for the body, the Everyone lotion is, is good for the body. Okay. So those are all EWG either EWG certified or clean from the ingredients alone. Nice. And then I want to make sure we talk about home cleaning because a lot Mm -hmm. of people clean their homes. I don't want to derail though, if you have other questions about that. No, I definitely want to talk about it. I think that's good. I I think there's some good brands. Just the ones that I jotted down is Beauty Counter, the Burt's Bees for lipstick, Purity Woods, which was Purity Woods was, what did they have? Purity Woods is uh, anti-aging wrinkle cream. Uh, And then I also neglected to mention uh, Mineral Fusions. Okay. That's another brand I'll use for like under eye cover up. They have blush. They have, so for makeup, it's Burt's Bees, Mineral Fusions and and Beauty Counter. For facial care, Purity Woods, Vintage Traditions and Beauty Counter. 
Awesome. I think people are going to find that very helpful to have those names to explore. And let's definitely get into the at-home cleaning products and the the, the at-home environmental toxic exposures and stuff we can do better on. That'll be really helpful. Yeah. So let's talk about, I recommend filtering your air. And Mm -hmm. and I have to be honest with you, Anthony, I have commitment phobia. So even when I got married, I was like, I'm not getting married for life. I'll commit to 50 years and then we're going to reevaluate because I don't know if I'm going to want to do till death do us part. So when I went to look for air filters, I was like, oh my God, there's so many. There literally are so many. So let's, so I ended up, I actually can't remember the name of what I got from my house, but let's go for big picture. You want to get something that's a HEPA filter, H-E-P-A. Mm-hmm. That's designed to, to take out minuscule particles that you're not even seeing. Mm-hmm. So get a HEPA, fil- HEPA grade filter. And ideally, if you can get one that filters out mold particles also, that'll be perfect. And use it. I always say to my patients, like a condom, it only works if you use it. You have to actually turn it on, plug it in, turn it on, and use it. So we leave it, I leave it running. I got two. One is in the upstairs, one is in the downstairs. They're each good for like 2,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. So I got two. The air filter guy said to me, get one for every kid's room. And I was like, I, I just can't quite see doing that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so I got two each for the public areas. And then they all leave their doors open, so it gets through the house. Mm -hmm. And then we we ended up purchasing new cars, and new cars have like 10,000 chemicals. So we got air filters, and that one I do remember, it's IQ Air, A-T-E-M. I got it off of uh, Amazon, actually. And that you just leave in your car running. Whenever the car's running, it's filtering the air in the car. Because Mm -hmm. we don't really think about the quality of air in the car, but it's bad. Yeah. And then there's some things that not to do in your home. So if you're painting, don't use paint with VOCs. Mm -hmm. So Home Depot does not have paint without VOCs. So don't get your paint from Home Depot. Get your paint from like um, Sherwin-Williams, Benjamin Moore. These are paint levels that have no VOC paint in them because it off-gasses for months, if not years, depending on the the, uh, air air quality there. Mm -hmm. Don't burn scented candles in your home. They're full of endocrine disrupting chemicals. What yeah. makes that scent linger is the is the endocrine disrupting chemicals. So don't use them. Get rid of them. Yeah. If you feel like you need your house to smell like something, you can get a diffuser with essential oils. Yes, for sure. Okay. And then for cleaning, my favorite brand, and there's tons, so you don't have to use mine, but my favorite brand is Aspen Clean. And mm-hmm. the reason I like them is because I'm a woman with no bandwidth and with a big family. So they have auto ship, which was like, okay, who has auto ship? They're environmental working group cer- certified and they have cleaner, you know, floor, window, bathroom. They have laundry detergent and they have dishwashing detergent mm-hmm. score, right? It's all on auto yep. ship and it's one just stop right. shop. Yeah, exactly. So that's one reason they're my favorite and they're clean. You know, it's not just that they're clean, it's that they're, they work in my life. Yep. Um, just on the candles, like I burn beeswax candles mm-hmm. on occasion for a little like tea light candle. Okay. Or is that still problematic? They're unscented. I'm curious your take on that. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think if you have a high quality air filter running, that's filtering out, you know, think of it. Candles make smoke. Smoke's mm-hmm. not good for the air. Yep. Uh, gas stoves also put in like 50 chemicals into your air. So if you have a gas stove, you're going to want to use that air filter. If you're burning the tea light candles, you know, they do have ones that are not real. Um, Mm 
there's it's like an LED. Yeah. So I'd almost say if you can level up to that, but mm-hmm. again, right. it's a spectrum. So it's definitely not the worst and mm-hmm. perfection's not the goal. I know if you're, especially as a human, right? We want to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. Just like I put that order in for my laundry detergent and forgot to check to see if it was clean, you're going to make mistakes. So mm-hmm. try to make a better choice, but don't make yourself crazy about it. Could be better, but it could be worse. Nice. All right, let's put it back to shoes. So no shoes indoors. Do you take them off outside? Is everyone, everyone, uh, shoes outside when they, and they take them off when they come in? You can walk in into the house, but pe- keep your shoes at the bookends, right? We So we have a mudroom, the front door. Those are the yeah. two places people come in and out. Uh, in the back door. So the reason you don't want to wear shoes in your house is you, pesticides, insecticides, heavy metals, just flat, flat out grime. All of this is on the bottom of your shoes. And when you walk through your home, you track all of those chemicals through your home. Then mm-hmm. at some point you take your shoes off and you walk all over your floors and you absorb those chemicals. Mm-hmm. So this is one way to keep that out of your home mm-hmm. is take your shoes off when you come in and don't walk through your you know. You know, sure, we'll make exceptions every once in a while. We have a guy working on our bathroom right now. He does not take his shoes off. He walks right upstairs, but he walks all over the house. So we're going to do a big deep clean after he leaves, right? Mm -hmm. So again, he comes in and I'm like, not going to say anything, right? Just not going to go there, but you do your best. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. And what, what else didn't, what else haven't we covered in terms of like, exposure at this point? I mean, on the skin, in the body, tell me more. Um, Things like don't dry clean your clothes if possible, because I was so excited, Anthony. I was driving my kid to one of the events and I look over and it says clean green dry cleaners. And I got all excited. So I called him and I said, so tell me what you use. Because most dry cleaners, when they dry clean your clothes, they're using formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. Formaldehyde is what they use to preserve you when you're dead. Okay. So you don't really want that on your body. Yeah. So I call him and I'm like, what are you using? And he's like, oh, it's so great. It's clean, blah, blah, blah. And I, well, what is it? And he spells it out. I look it up. It's like the fourth generation formaldehyde. It's not mm-hmm. clean. Okay. So uh, there, there are dry cleaners that will clean your clothes using steam. I have not yet found one near me. I haven't looked that hard because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to throw it in the wash. So mm-hmm. most of the clothes, even though they say dry clean only, can often be washed. You might mm-hmm. not put it on a high heat in the dryer. You might hang it, but you can launder it yourself because mm-hmm. when you put that clothing on your body, you're absorbing the formaldehyde, and it's yet another thing you need to detox from. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we've really talked about hair dyes. Mm-hmm. They have ammonia. They have tons of chemicals in them, and they're right on your scalp. Your skin mm-hmm. is one of your number one it's your largest organ and it can help you thrive or dive because yeah. if you, it'll either absorb or it'll, it'll detox for you. So you don't want to put things on your skin cause you do absorb through your skin. Mm-hmm. And on that, on that note, just cause the scalp thing, do you, do you do a shower water filter as well? So I don't largely cause we have the whole house water filter. Yeah. Uh, and I can feel the difference in the quality of the water when the filters are new versus getting older and need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a shower, especially if you don't have a whole house water filter, it would not be a bad idea, especially if you live in an area, if you have well water, if you chlorinate your water, chlorine is a tremendous endocrine disruptor. And, th- and mm-hmm. so you're going to want to get that out. Uh, our, our 
Mars is removed. So you, you just you just want to look to see how are you getting exposed and what's the quality of your water. The EWG also reviews water quality on its site. Yeah. So it goes by municipality. So if you have municipal water, you can type it in and see how is it rated. And that'll give you some guidance. Okay, nice. Really, really good. So are there any outside of someone coming in and working with an environmental doc like you and getting like actual testing, you know, the provocation challenges, all the environmental stuff. Is there any like just natural good chelators or stuff that we can take on a regular basis? Like, is it good to take spirulina or chlorella or like humic or fulvic acids? Like, is there any baseline stuff you recommend for people just to like have good binding capacity? Totally. And then I think what you're referring to is like, what can you do on your own to take control? And then what yeah. is the specialized stuff? So yeah. you have like 80% of, you, I would say you have 80% of the agency here. So mm -hmm. the other 20% is what I do when you get stuck or when you're like, oh, I really want to get into this. Mm -hmm. So the 80% includes, I think, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, you cannot do detox on a broken foundation. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you aren't sleeping, you're not pooping. You are a total stress ball. You're eating food that's unhealthy for you. Your gut is messy. Your mm -hmm. relationships aren't intact or you have toxic relationships. It's You will not do detox. Your body will shut down. Mm -hmm. So, and because you're focusing on survival, it's think of it like Maslow's hierarchy of needs where detox is the top of the pyramid and the base <laughs> of the pyramid is survival. So yeah. you need to make sure that you're eating proper food, that you're sleeping enough, we're all chronically underslept. So mm -hmm. people are like, yeah, I got by on five hours of sleep. I'm like, mm, that wouldn't work for me. You know, mm -hmm. I learned in COVID that I actually needed more sleep and seven hours in bed was not enough. Mm -hmm. Actually, now it's really closer to like nine and a half hours in bed, which is shocking to me because I really thought that I was someone who didn't need a lot of sleep until I drilled into it. Mm -hmm. more sleep. So you can't detox until you fix that. But you have control over when you go to bed, when you get up. You have agency over that. So work on the platform, foundational work. And then what can you do? Okay. Assuming you've pulled off all of the exposures that you can. Mm -hmm. uh, you won't harm yourself by doing fiber. There's a particular strain of fiber called propylmanin that binds to all the strains of mycotoxins. Mm -hmm. So you obviously won't get a baseline test, but that'll help you bind, especially if you're traveling, you're in an Airbnb, maybe you have water damage in your home because one out of every two buildings has had water damage. I actually know someone who lives in Scottsdale who every time it rains, her house floods. I'm like, that is not okay. You yeah, know, for sure. There's, there's a ton of mold there. Even yeah. though you live in Arizona, there's yeah. a ton of mold in the walls. So um, the fiber, chlorella and spirulina are amazing. They bind to heavy metals. If you're someone who likes cilantro, you can eat that. I actually despise the taste, but they yeah. make a liquid form. And I thought for years I wouldn't like it. And finally, about three months ago, I tried it and I was like, it's not offensive. Mm -hmm. So you can do liquid cilantro and dilute it, or you can do actual eat cilantro because mm -hmm. it helps remove metals. Parsley also works similarly. Mm -hmm. uh, so add parsley and cilantro to anything that you can. Yep. Um, you can certainly take humic and fulvic acid. These are great binders. Sometimes they can't be taken with food or with other supplements, so be sure to read the label so that you know what you're taking. Uh, N-acetylcysteine helps the liver make glutathione, so you can safely take that. And here's the thing I'll say, Anthony. You can take all this stuff, but make sure you're getting it from a reputable source. And in this case, 
I would not recommend getting it from uh, Amazon because mm-hmm. their warehouses are not temperature controlled. Yeah. And so you, and, and a lot of things have been found to be bootlegged. So you don't want to be taking something unless it's reputable. I really would aim for be, be uh, brand conscious and go to Whole Foods, come to a physician's office. Uh, like, you know, like you don't have to be a patient to order supplements from us. And we yeah. vetted it. We're, we're, we're supplement snobs. So yep. make sure the quality is good. So you can do yep. all those things and and not harm yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't probably recommend doing activated charcoal every day because you can deplete the body of minerals and nutrients. Yeah. Uh, so if you're going to do that, you need high quality replacement. And then clay, similarly, those things need to be taken. Both the charcoal and the clay are two hours apart from food and supplements. So that can be onerous. The other mm-hmm. stuff we've talked about is you know half hour or less. You can do glutathione. Let me think what else you can do. Sauna. I mean, so much you can do. Exercise. Yeah. Get sweaty. Right. Right. You detox and then wash it off because you're going to wash off the toxins. Saunas. Get a good sweat on for 30 minutes at least three times a week, if not mm-hmm. more. Epsom salt soaks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's these like weird things that you put on your feet. It's like charcoal. You can stick them on the base of your feet and you sleep with them overnight and it'll pull toxins out. There's also those detox foot baths. Uh, you can do ozone, you can do IV therapy. Those are now starting to move into things that you would do with a provider. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a huge fan of if you think you have these things, test, don't guess, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really get the data. Um, but if you don't have access to a functional medicine doctor or you don't care about the data and you just want to make sure you're ongoingly detoxing, all the things we've talked about from the fiber, the chlorella, the spirulina, the uh, cilantro, parsley, sweat, sauna, Get enough sleep because you detox when you sleep. Mm-hmm. All of these are things you have agency over. Nice. I, I found this massively informative and it's really helpful to kind of get the the order of importance of things that we do at which layers and levels. I think everyone listening is going to be able to find themselves somewhere. And there's like some really simple practical stuff, like start to cook with the cilantro and parsley. Like that seems like an easy kind of like no brainer and, and definitely get into the EWG. Seems like a great place to evaluate all the products. And so I know you have your book, Dirty Girl, which is Ditch the Toxins, Look Great, Feel Freaking Amazing. That's on Amazon. So I'm going to do a blanket recommendation for people if they want to have all this stuff, basically the notes of this beyond just this podcast, you can go check that out. There will be links in the description for that. And I also know that you have some great free resources as well because you do support people in ways beyond just inspiring conversations like this. So please tell us about that and how people can connect with you further. Sure. So we have a bricks and mortar called Five Journeys, and that is all about functional medicine with a provider. That's mm-hmm. an insurance-based membership. And we do that. We have two locations in Boston and Newton. Massachusetts state law is pretty strict. So they require, mm-hmm. if you're going to establish care, you come in person. So yeah. if you're going to come, don't come in February to Boston unless you're a skier, right? Because there's <laughs> probably going to be snow. Although there's no snow now while we're recording. So um that's the bricks and mortar. And then we have an online brand that's called drwendy.com. And that's for people who can't get to Boston, but want to participate, want to get into the game. And we have supplements and programs and testing and coaching. And so that's drwendy.com. And through that site, we have a free gift for resources, drwendy.com forward slash gift. And that is all about chapter one of the book, because maybe you're not sure you want to invest. It's a quiz. You can see how toxic you are. And it's also a resource guide so that you can start leveling up because I did all this work so you don't have to, right? I went through it and captured it so you don't have to. And it's always about making a better choice as opposed to perfection. Just improve something. This was awesome. 
thank you so much. I mean, I learned a lot. I took a lot of personal notes for me and my family, and I'm sure if I did, other people are, are, are very much doing the same. So, Dr. Wendy, thank you for the work that you do in the world. We appreciate you very much, and thanks for coming on the Fit Mother Project podcast today. Thanks for having me on, Anthony. Great to be here. You're welcome. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.